live from the ESPN 690 and Jar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Couple T.Y., you know, he's banged up a little bit, but he's legit fast, and they've got a good group of receivers uh, led by Pittman. But that, what you just said, it's, you know, not finalized yet. We played really, really well with, like you said, Shelby. But, we, you know, we mixed in some man last week as well. Uh, you can't just sit in one. You know, these guys will pick you apart. But you, we, this is a much, you know, last week's was a spread offense. This is a little different. This is driven by Taylor. That is Urban Meyer today talking about the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, totally different uh, football team coming in where Josh Allen's going to drop back 40, 45 times in a game. He'll run it himself some. Well, they're going to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor, no doubt, and sprinkle everybody else in. It'll all work off the run game. Hopefully the Jags will be able to work off their run game with uh, James Robinson. Uh, looks like he'll be able to go on Sunday. Hopefully back to normal. Jags need it. Uh, Urban Meyer talked today about taking some shots down the field. And if you don't have the run game, it's really hard to take shots down the field, especially since I mean, the Jags don't have the most threatening wide receivers to begin with. And I'm sure they're shading Marvin Jones, the most accomplished of the wide receiver group uh, so far most of the season in the game plan. All right, let's uh, shift gears, talk a little golf. The butcher, uh, Austin Lane, will, will make his golf picks in a moment or two. Um, I don't even know why we call him the butcher anymore because he ain't making any cuts, and I'm running away with this thing. Oh, really. I'm sorry. Did Ricky Fowler not make the cut the final round? Did he? I think he did. Did he, Casey? He he did, but honestly, Austin, like, I wouldn't be bragging too much about his performance. <laughs> I mean, like, what, I got like 10 <laughs> points out of it? No, sir. Nothing? About four. Yeah. Um, We'll give the standings when we get to that here in a minute. But, yeah, Butcher <laughs> needs a good performance this week. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I love that he had to jump in. He took such offense to that. that he did. You should have seen his face. <laughs> well, they call me the Butcher because my guys make the cuts. Ricky Fowler made the cut. Let's get it right, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know how to segue into that with Jared Rice, the executive director of the Players' <laughs> Championship, but we love having him on. And uh, how you doing, man? I hope you're doing well. And now uh, you got a big announcement today with the Players' Championship tickets going on sale. Yeah, do, doing doing great. Thanks for having me on, and I do appreciate the segue into into these discussions. It, last time it was royalty. This time the the butcher, which could just go in any different direction. Um, so I I don't know quite where to go, but um, uh, if if you're looking for some uh, Austin some tips, I'll uh, I can I'll text you offline and maybe get you get you moved up in those standings a little bit. But yeah, big big day today for us. We're we're pretty fired up. Um, we announced that we're going to start ticket sales next week, and uh, we asked folks to go to players.com and, and sign up for our, our newsletter. And uh, when you do that, you're going to get a special access code that uh, provides you an opportunity to buy tickets um, next uh, starting next Wednesday, the 16th, and, and get it at uh, what will be the lowest price of the of the year. And I want to be appreciative to our fans that have been so great to us over the years and uh, make sure we get that information out to the right people. So um, here we go. We're looking forward to 2022. Yeah, man, it's right around the corner, of course. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. Can you tell me if you've done this in this way before? Is this different in terms of the newsletter signing up? And, and if you're already part of it, you can get ahead on the ticket front uh, a little bit, uh, like you said, discounted at this point rather than when you get closer to it. Is, is that normal? Or And I've been covering this thing for a long time, so sorry for asking it that way, but it felt like a little different of a launch. Yeah, that's um, no, it's perfect, and, and in fact, it is a little different. And so, you know, this is largely based on the demand that we've seen, the feedback we've gotten from the community about the experience of last year, and 
us trying to be a little bit more intentional and purposeful about making sure that our fans, those that really want to come out, are getting an opportunity to um, you know, get access to tickets because we know last year we had some limitations mm-hmm. and do so at the, the lowest or best possible price. Um, very, very commonplace is dynamic pricing. Jags do this as well. Um, you know, where we could see an environment where, you know, a week before, you know, a couple of days before the tournament, whatever it may be, that um, those Friday ticket prices fluctuate. Um, so that, that, is the, that is the ticket buying environment these days. And so, again, uh, you know, with, with that being said, with zero demand, which there is right now because we're not on sale, we want to go to our, our best fans, our fans, our attendees, people that have supported us in the past and said, okay, we're starting, so we want to make sure that you have access to the tickets, A, haven't had, you know, uh, we had some limitations last year, and B, um, make sure you see that, you, that you're getting at the best price and um, kind of buy now. So that's what we're trying to get the word out is if you're planning on going, um, this is the best price. This is the best time. Um, you get that email. Uh, definitely uh, grab your code, pop online on the 16th, and um, and uh, you know, get your tickets and make your plans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jared Rice with us for executive director of the Players Championship. Uh, you know, you guys have a little bit of a feel of Christmas morning sometimes. Uh, you don't really need to change anything. Uh, it's a great event uh, as you've made it, but it feels like you always in- enhance or do something. Uh, around the tournament are we too early in that game to to know yet uh, what we might do in march or uh, let me ask you this way too uh, you guys had a lot on your plate i mean it's trying to get through covid uh heck you got a new building a new headquarters right there in ponte Vedra, probably some moving around going on i mean uh, will there be as many enhancements changes or uh could you just kind of stick with a lot of the things that have really gone well i mean you don't have to change sometimes just for change sakes i, I say this in a complimentary way I think that's really an important comment is for and and it's really getting back to this the the spirit and the environment and the energy that we've all come to know and love in the last couple of years. We all know where we were on March thirteenth of twenty twenty. I know I was at the players championship and a lot of us were that you know, again, we don't have to go all the way back that that you know in sense we've we've all experienced a lot of change twenty twenty one was you know twenty percent of a normal tournament, and we were focused on. You know, getting our sport back and the community came out did what we asked them to do participated and it was awesome um so now 2022 is you know really looking back and 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 doing the things that we've been come to be known for that's you know local restaurants and getting you know top you know top culinary experience we were even talking today about you know our, our barbecue partners and where we're placing them around the golf course and um specialty cocktails and commemorative cups and merchandise i walked past the the flooring for the go- uh, the fan shop is all down. Our new welcome experience, which will be enhanced, the, the scaffolding and framing is up. Our, uh, so we're making you know physical progress on the, on the golf course, and um, you know again just really getting back to what people have really come to enjoy from tournament week, and we're going to really lean in and, and do that well. So we're, we're, we're pretty fired up to get back to that, though. Yeah, as you talk about all those food places, make sure you put ESPN 690 near the best butcher cut uh, possible, okay? Uh, oh, <laughs> now butcher. we're talking. I got that. Now we got it. <laughs> it's a little friendly tip. That's a note. Uh, and put that on the whiteboard. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, is, is there a designation of the calendar that you look at? Uh, is it 120 days? Is it 90 days? What What do you, as the executive director of the Players' Championship, say, all right, game on, you know? And we're, we're playing and we're always working. It's a 365-day thing. But 
what's the the milestone date that you kind of say, okay, it's time to go? Uh, it's a great question. Um, a lot of times people say, hey, what do you do the other 51 weeks a year? And <laughs> I, I try not to laugh. It's the only, I mean, we're, in all kidding aside, we had a meeting today about the 50th playing of the players, which will be in 2024, and you think about, wow. talking about that for a year in advance. Well, that means, you know, you're, you're starting to do that the, the day after the 2023 event, and, you know, that's where we're staring down the 22 event. So things happen quickly. Um, so, you know, for us, you know, we, we really, summer's no, no shock, is a little bit slow, but, um, you know, once our, we start building out the tournament on October 17th, that's when product starts rolling in. So uh, for, for us, we kind of go from, you know, nice, you know, steady cadence to, um, you know, maybe like a six on the treadmill in the fall to, um, you know, November 1st is we're, we're, we're in the, we're in the we're in the eight minute mile pace right about now, and um, you know January third is just full out sprint. Um, so we're 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 definitely uh, you know we don't feel like it's tomorrow, but we're past the, the concepting phase and into okay we've decided what we're going to do. Now we got to go out and do it. Well, I'm dying on that treadmill, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say eight minute miles. I think not. Brent actually uses like like the decline on his option, so like, he's running downhill the entire time. <laughs> I tell you, I have, I have a 14 year old son who went, I I said let's go out and grab a grab a run and I thought I had a pretty good pace and uh, we got I don't know 10 houses down and all of a sudden he was gone so uh, yeah I'm not <laughs> an eight miler and yeah was, yeah that was the real 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 really I really connected there thanks <laughs> so, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> I'm a jogger. I'm not a sprinter. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, Jared Rice, Executive Director of the Players' Championship. All right, let's tell everybody one more one more time about it. It will start on November 16th, so that's coming up in about a week. Uh, theplayers.com is the easiest place to go to get all the information. And if you uh, sign up, you might be already signed up for the newsletter, but if you haven't, sign up by November 15th at 3 p.m., and then that's when you can get in, get tickets early, get them for a, a, a discounted rate, and get a jump on 22, which, by the way, is also uh, a great stocking stuff for Christmas gift, all the rest. So uh, uh, certainly great timing for all of that as well. All right, Jared, I, I know we'll check in with you periodically, but thanks for coming on, sharing some of that info. Uh, good luck. Can't wait to see what's in the fan shop this year. That's always my uh, exciting time. we got a lot of good stuff coming out. Uh, appreciate it. The course is looking great. And, uh, again, thanks for having me on. Uh, Austin, don't pick, don't don't pick Carlos Ortiz. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. All right, done, <laughs> Thanks, man. See done. All right, guys, taking that to note. All right, have a good one, man. Talk to you soon. Uh, that's Jared Rice, uh, executive director of the Players Championship. All right, Carlos Ortiz off the board. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get right into it, man. I mean, it's a perfect segue into the golf picks. We usually wait a little longer, but yeah. why not? Do you uh, know Brett why Porter? you're not picking Carlos Ortiz, by the way? Oh, I'm sure he's hurt or something, right? Uh, yeah, he withdrew. He withdrew. But he won last year, so. That's oh really? Good, by the way, that's pretty good up to the minute info by uh, Jared there. Well, I'm sure he has. He has like a, an app that. I mean, dudes, an had app? you hit him like an app that tells him? I don't know, or like a, a beeper? I don't know. Well, a beep, a yeah, beeper. A beep. dudes that's a better. Heavy, that's better. Dude's a heavy hitter. I was like, if I have an app, dude has to have something hitter, better than he, an app. He knows all the latest. Um, that's awesome. A beeper. Yeah, man. Seriously, like, do they even make those? A beeper? Like, does anybody? Does, do you think, like, anybody has to use those, like, in any line of work anymore? Yeah, I think nurses and trauma units need to. That's what I was thinking. Is yeah. it, do, seriously? Yes. Like, they don't have, like, a, a newer technology, if you will? Um, like, I, they don't I mean, all wear Apple watches or something? Oh, no, they, no. <laughs> I, I, th I think it's still a beeper. It might be, like, an updated beeper, but, like, my wife saw a beeper she uses. 
Oh, so she does. Yeah. Wow. Like, like kind of, I mean, is it, could you mistake it for the old school beeper? Like, Casey doesn't even know what we're talking about. I, I do. Okay. I mean, oh, do I you? do, but like, I, I never saw one, like, as a kid. Like, I, I never saw someone that had a beeper. I've never, like, touched a beeper before, so I don't really know what it's all about. Yeah, I never had one. I, I remember them, um, but I, I got to believe that was mid-90s, maybe? Yeah, late could, 90s. yeah. Um, and so, like, what does her beeper look like? What, What's the function? Like, why does a or, nurse... Well, I mean, have... wait, is beeper and a pager the same thing? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks kind of like a garage door opener. Okay. Like a like a thick garage door opener with some buttons on it. I don't know. I haven't like I haven't so looked at it too in it? depth. Yeah. I well, really you got to look at it. that tonight because I want to I want to report on this. So like I wonder if it reads something like on the screen or is it like a color of a light that goes off or something that tells them okay you got to go here here or it's an emergency or not or you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get right on that and if not Please. I'll send Ben. I mean send Ben or just have Cody call in. Okay. I'll ch- forget. Hey, forget it. I'll check on Facebook. Chill out though, huh? <laughs> go and chill out with that. <laughs> I'll just ask her on Facebook. Go ahead and relax with that one. <laughs> and that was beeper talk. Yeah. Brought to you by nobody. <laughs> Brought to you by nobody. Exactly. Yeah, because they don't make them anymore. <laughs> That's the terrific. Brought to you by uh, nobody. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, what, what was your big dinner last night, by the way? Oh, man. So uh, wife made the, the meatballs. Um, meatballs with, like, um, some gravy, kind of like a Swedish-Norwegian type of dish, which I'm all into. Okay. And then I uh, had some... Red velvet cupcakes and some cheesecake. Really, really went above and beyond on the sweets, well, which I appreciate. Good. Yeah. Did you no see my cakes. picture? No bun I cakes, didn't. I guess. Picture. I sent a picture in the group chat of nothing hey, bun cakes. He doesn't check. My text bad, dude. After Hold five on. O'clock. My bad. I know. I forgot. Sorry. It was sorry. super blurry. You couldn't really tell. I knew Brent knew what I was talking about. He replied. You know. Of course like I did. He was on TV at the time. Uh, but no, he replied. Yeah. So I, did, I mean, I didn't see it when this because I was training last night. But yes, nothing. Did you go there or not, or was it? No, I just happened to be across the street. Looks packed there, huh? Dude, it was like it was closed. It was closed. Oh, okay. Look how dark it was outside. It's six thirty. Those are prime bun cake hours. <laughs> Listen, every hour is prime bun cake hour. Okay, take your word All for right. that one. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, was I tell? Did I tell you guys this? I don't know who I told this. Nah, I was telling somebody else this morning. But Steph, I think I did show you this. I didn't tell Casey. But Steph sent me a picture. But she was listening to the show yesterday. Yeah. And she, we were talking to Bunt Cakes, and all of a sudden, on like, she looked on Facebook or something, and like, nothing Bunt Cakes came up. Yeah, sure it did. You know, I but said, you might want to turn one of your settings off or something because they are spying on you. <laughs> she didn't even say it. We're the ones that said it, and they, the phone heard it in the radio on the radio. It's insane. It's terrifying. But then, by so the way, which it's we're, this is a big win. Like, you don't understand how big of a win this is when Steph gets in the car, she actually flips the station on. It's awesome. Or, or listens because. I've been on radio in other places. Yeah. And she don't want to listen. Well, it's, it's probably more so for me than it is you. for you. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say it's probably more it for is. me. But um, can we get back to what, why are they close at 630, though? Is this like a breakfast thing? Like how many bunt cakes no. are you going to sell after 630 at night? I mean, I don't know. I know cupcake spots open until like 830, 9 o'clock at night because people get that sugar rush. Are they? Oh, Brent. Is that cap? Ooh. Like you huh? have back, you have evidence or is this like a oh, trust no, me? Oh, I've, no, I've, I have definite evidence that... Well, when my wife has to work at the hospital every Friday night, my son and I will go get dinner, and then we go hit up our cupcake spot after it, and we get mini cupcakes, and they're open until 9 p.m. Huh. How about huh. that? Because, you know, sweets. People love sweets. Like, Well, yeah, like ice cream, and I know there are, like, cookie places that are open yeah. now late. Like, uh, so I you're, you're going to close down, like, ha- at ha- 6? Have we considered that they might not have enough employees right now? 
No, well, they might usually I mean, be open. Casey, I don't, well, I, that's I, true. I don't get political here. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I, 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 I don't know where button cakes sits. <laughs> uh, on, the, on the political <laughs> spectrum I'm just here. saying, dude. I, somebody might have called in sick. I don't want to go down that like, road now. I don't know if it's more of a Republican <laughs> thing, more of a Democratic thing when it comes to bunt cakes. I've never heard of them, so I don't know. They if, all close at 7, by the way. I just if I own bunt cakes, I'm not open after 7. I, in fact, I'm surprised they're open after, like, 4. The, the audacity to have a sweet shop, like, a, a cake shop, and say we're going to close down at 6 or 7. Okay, whatever. By the way, I hope somebody in sales is listening to all this bunt cake talk. I mean, we should have somebody on by Monday. I mean, at least can I try one first before I make a judgment about it? You don't need to. Trust okay. me, it's fine. You okay. don't need, believe me, I'll endorse it. You don't have to. Cool. Um, all right, uh, let's, uh, but I'll share. Uh, in, in in at least the sampling. Nice. Um, all right, what do we got? We got the Houston Open? That's yes. correct. Houston Open. Uh, the situation is this, by the way. Um, I went ahead and uh, did the liberty of marking down individual weak wins as well because I just feel like that might come into play at some point. Yeah. Uh, we still go by the point system, but I just want to let everybody know I got my first weekly win. Congratulations, um, man. Did. So I feel I feel better now. Austin, you have one, two, three of those. I have three weekly wins? Yeah. Now, are, are we counting that Ryder Cup thing, we too? We are, yes. And even though my guy like won the MVP, so is that an extra bonus point or not? No. You, okay. It's a weekly win. Okay. Uh, Brent, you have you later. one, two, three, four of those. Yeah. So Brent leads That's everywhere. That's all I have, huh? Uh, the numbers will break down like this. I, like I said, won this week. 82.5 from Abraham Answer after a T7. Uh, Billy Horschel really let you down on the weekend, Brent. Only 20 points. Yeah. I love you, Billy, still. Got to change the shoes. Change the shoes, he obviously wins. Uh, that was ridiculous. And Austin, I sold you short, by the way. Not four, 14 points. Yeah, come on now. Oh. T what? Good comeback. T 50th or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. So the numbers, Brent Martineau, 712.3. Mm. Uh, Austin Lane, 206.6. Come on. And me, 182.2. Don't don't laugh at me like I'm not in last place right now. Or no, something. I'm laughing okay. that we're 500 points away. I know, like four weeks in. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the situation. Houston Open will be played at Memorial Park. It was a tough golf course last year, only his second year playing it on the tour, like Jared mentioned. Carlos Ortiz will not be in the field, but he did win last year. Uh, like I said, tough golf course overall. And since I'm losing, I'll just go ahead and pick first, and I'll take Taylor well, Gooch. Well, hold on. Casey, can we get a little setup of this golf course? Long ball golf course? 7,400 yards, I believe, par 70. There's more par threes than usual, okay. which is really strange. So par three scoring would be good. Okay. Um, Carlos Ortiz did not hit a lot of greens last year, but he putted extremely well. He gained two strokes on the field okay, okay. with the putter. So okay. you want somebody who's going to putt. Noted. Thank you. You can get more of this information, by the way, fantasy from the fairway on YouTube. Clicking it right now. Thank you. All right, so go ahead. Who are you taking? You're Taylor taking Gooch. Taylor yeah. Gooch. All right. Has not finished worse than T11 all year. He's on fire. Brent? Mm. I was going to – I'm going to open the, the door for you guys a little bit, make sure I go, like, 50 or 1 or higher. Oh, so all of a sudden Mr. Chalk's right. not going Mr. Chalk anymore. We'll see. I didn't go Chalk before. Um – I'm just going to go out of the blue here and take uh, Brian Harmon. Casey, your thoughts? Um, 90 to 1 odds, by the way. Love Brian Harmon. He was a uh, fantasy darling last year. Unfortunately, um, has not been playing well this year. Uh, could turn it around, but he's hurt me once or twice already this year, so I'm staying away from Brian Harmon fantasy-wise. But Sea Island, Georgia, I believe, lefty. right, Brent? Sea Island and lefty, yep. All right. I've been going after the local guys. Okay. Well, being that this is Houston, obviously we have to take into account that we have to talk about Mike Jones and Paul Wall. 
um, two of the greatest rappers that come out of Houston. And one of the, the most famous songs would be Still Tipping on Four Fours. Now, if you know it's Still Tipping on Four Fours means that you know where I'm going with this pick. I'm looking for the guy that in 2021 would still be tipping on Four Fours. And there aren't a lot of guys on this tour, Brent, that would be tipping on Four Fours. But if I was going to pick one guy, <laughs> if I was going to pick one guy in 2021 to say, you know what? Maybe he's got something in the drink holder. Maybe he's still tipping on four fours. Go ahead and give me Cameron Smith. Tipping on four fours, Cameron Smith. Local guy. <laughs> That's another local guy. You've taken Cam before. I have taken him Last before. Year. I thought he was from Australia. Well, yeah, but he lives in here now. Oh, he, he is, is, but okay. he lives in Jacksonville. Oh, oh yeah, but not he's, not he's definitely tipping on four fours. I see him on Jack's Beach all the time. We're good. You want to so, talk about chalk, by the way? Is that oh chalk? Oh, my goodness. Really? Oh, my goodness. Chalk. Cam Smith is chalk? Cam Smith is really good at golf. Yeah. Okay. But that's fine. Oh, like, how would I how spell tipping on that? four fours? Tipping on four fours. So just with a T, yeah. Yeah, it's tipping a T I P P um, I N. Then put one of those apostrophes on there, uh -huh. and then put the on, <laughs> and then <laughs> four four apostrophe S. Yes, that'd be correct. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, don't play because, it into the microphone. Well, well, yeah, don't play the song. <laughs> I mean, unless it's edited. No, I'm really just sharing that that's the theme of the butcher picks oh, on yeah. social media. Yeah. But I didn't want it to, like, I didn't want it to be, like, something else. Like, I thought it was 4-4, four, four, possibly yeah. yes. Yeah. But then I was like, watch it be, like, something totally different, and I'm misinterpreting this. Oh, no, no, you're okay. It's, Maybe don't I'm tag Cam Smith, though. We don't want yeah, to get don't, him involved don't, with that. Don't give him <laughs> Yeah. Also, by the way, it came down to him. How did you get to tip it on 4-4s four to Cam Smith? Like, that doesn't seem to add up in my mind. Look at him. Look at his picture on PJTour.com. Go to the field. Look at the – he's kind of got a mullet. Kind of got a sly smile. Golf. Yeah. And then tell me that guy's not tipping on four fours. Yeah. I mean, Brent, I guess so. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not really dealing with, with a murderer's row here, and guys are tipping on four fours in these golf pictures. <laughs> I'm not, so I, I don't know what you want from me, man. I'm not going to lie to you. you. You're the one that came up with the theme. Well, yeah, because you said Houston, Paul Wall, Mike Jones. That's where my mind goes. Might have went Brooks Kepka there. Oh, so tipping on four fours? Brooks Kepka? He also helped design the course or redesign Oh. Uh, I was also, so it was between Cameron Smith and me and Scott Stallings because Scott Stallings looks like a hey, dead ringer for a good, Paul good Wall. Good job, though. Scott Song's not that good? Cam Smith is elite. Cam Smith is really, really good. Okay, good. Just doesn't get the love he deserves. Yeah, Cam Smith's a good player. All right, good. What's well, no, Hunter, by the way? Like designing golf courses? Thank you. What was that about Brooksy? I didn't know Kepko's already in the design game. Yeah, they redesigned. Yeah, he's already in the design game? They redesigned Memorial Park uh, to host this event in 2019, and Brooks is pretty close with the. Uh, it's actually the Astros owner that bought it and put in the money to make it better, and he got Brooks' opinion on it, and they moved some stuff. And then all of a sudden, Brooks comes out last year and shoots a T5 there. Um, so he knows what he's doing on a course he helped uh, redesign. So to answer your question in a lot of information, yes. All right. Did somebody just say, it's, it's Tippin, right? T-I-P-P-I-N, right? Just double-checking, like T as in Tom? Yes, yes, that is correct. Tippin on 4 fours, Brent. All right. Just making sure I'm right. You're good. I just got to sound as cool as I can on social media. No, you're good, man. I'm not sure they're really listening to the show and, and realizing how cool I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But at least on social media, like, man, this guy's, he, this guy's this cool. This guy gets it. Uh, He's tipping on four right. four. This guy gets it. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.
on fire the last, uh, I don't know what the exact stat is, but the last four or five games, they've been hard to defend. He's a, uh, Carson Wentz is a guy that when I was first hired, um, I remember sitting with Shad and Trent, and we just were talking about quarterbacks. He's a guy, just because of my relationship with Doug Peterson, I just watched him play, and uh, he spreads the field. He's athletic, he's tough, and obviously a very good thrower. Uh, yeah, they're, they're doing very well. You know, the guy that starts, it's their... Not just their, not just Taylor, but the second running back's excellent too. And then uh, Pittman, the big receiver. So yeah, they're doing a lot of good things right now. <laughs> yeah, that's Urban Meyer. I always think it's so funny that, and this is here nor there. Okay, so don't read into this. I'm not being critical of it, but it's just funny how like Urban doesn't know a lot of people's names. Yeah. You know, like yes. well, yeah, he doesn't guys. play fantasy football. I don't blame him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know who the heck Naeem Hines was that I played fantasy football and know that he's a, he's a PPR monster. Well, it's like, you, you ever have like, uh, well, see, I do this more from calling the games than I do from playing the games, although I kind of remember when we would scout a little bit uh, playing basketball, but this really comes in, like I've read scouting reports and talked to coaches, whether it's at UNF or other places uh, where I do the games, and, and it's cool but when you do the scouting report, but they never refer by name, um, unless it's just like a stud guy, like it's always a number. Yeah. And so, when these guys are watching tape of, of the Colts, they're looking at numbers, right, Austin? I mean, that's, you're not no, like, hey, well, that's no, Joe Smith. No, no, that's like... You're looking at numbers, and I'm not sure if I've ever told this story before, but this is a, is a classic example. I want to say it was my last year here in Jacksonville, so 2012. Might have actually been the last game of the season playing the Tennessee Titans. I had a bunch of friends from Murray State um, come to that game because it's a pretty close distance from Nashville to Murray, about a two-hour drive. So they, they came and watched me. We played the game. Um, I think it was a close game. I don't think we won it, whatever. But, you know, after the game, I, I go talk to my friends, you know, say thanks for coming, all that good stuff. And one of my friends goes, dude, you got to play against Randy Moss. How crazy is that? And I go, wait, what? They're like, yeah, you played against Randy Moss. And I go, Randy Moss plays for the Tennessee Titans? And they're like, wait, you didn't know that? I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah, turns out that Randy Moss was like the third string wide receiver on the Tennessee Titans, but like we didn't even go over that in the game plan. It wasn't about stopping Randy Moss. It's about stopping the run game. So I literally played an entire game not knowing that I played against one of the best wide receivers in NFL history in Randy Moss. That's wild. That's awesome. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually, if you think about it. You you played for not a very long time, but you played with Calvin Johnson for a bit. You yeah. played against a guy like Randy Moss. I mean, and, and others. I mean, from Tom Brady to Peyton Manning to the rest. I mean, no. think about the, the, the group of people in your years that, again, I always say this, you can sit on the front porch and, and tell stories about or come on over to Intuition Ale and, yeah. you know, on the rooftop and have a pop and tell those stories about them. So I think that's kind of a neat part of it, right? Absolutely. Uh, whether you're playing high school football, college football, um, or any sport, I think that's a, that's a really neat part of it. Um, uh, Laura Elizabeth, by the way, responded to my question. I have I have a bunch of different responses on the Carson Wentz. Should he go to the game or go to the hospital okay. for the birth of his second kid? I like this. And uh, Laura puts it maybe the best way. Big thing to remember, your kid is picking out your nursing home, not your NFL owner, GM, or coach. Those <laughs> people will be long gone from your life by then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, if you, if you catch those NFL paychecks, you get whatever nursing home that you want. Yeah, that's a good point. And Talk by the about way, like that scenic I'm, view, that that water view. And in, in Laura's case here, I'm trying to think like, if I told my kids right now that hey, I wasn't there when you were born, like, would they be mad at me? I mean, it's not like they remember it. I know it. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm, like, so who cares? Like, yeah. this is about how your wife feels. This has nothing to do with how the kids feel. 
Yeah, I mean, you think what? You're going to have that baby, and the baby comes out with a notepad taking inventory right away? Like, okay, mom was here. <laughs> Look who's here. Not seeing any grandparents. Dad might be in the waiting or vending machine. I don't know. I don't see dad yeah. either. All right, what's up, mom? Check. Yeah. This is really all about divorce or not, quite frankly, for Carson Wentz, and that's an expensive divorce for an NFL player. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't want to see that happen. Right. <laughs> Al alimony, and yeah, it's a mess. Uh, the second kid, it'd be even more. Yeah. Ellen says, Two tough Christmas question. <laughs> Hope his wife doesn't change the door locks. <laughs> um, the, the way it was tweeted, by the way, on the, the news conference coming out of there was like, yeah, he had this, he already talked to his wife about it. Yeah. Like, that's what they said. It was like, he already talked to his wife about it. Didn't, at least the tweets that I read didn't elaborate from that. Yeah. And so it wasn't like, uh, yeah, they had this discussion. She said, hey, listen. He was like, I really want to go. She's like, no, go play. You, you have to go play. It wasn't like it read that way. It was basically like Carson said, yeah, I've already talked to her and told her I'm coming. Yeah. Whether she's mad or not, nobody knows. I've, <laughs> I've made the executive decision for both of us, and I'll be playing this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the way hey, it read. Brent, be honest, though. If the Jaguars don't beat the Bills like they did, do you think that sways Carson Wentz's I, uh, his opinion a little more about not being there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that's the way right. the league works. Yeah. Guys are taking Jax so. a little more serious. I didn't All even right. think about this till right now. I got Carson Wentz in fantasy, so I really need him to show up. Actually, I, it, in more ways I Carson than one. Wentz last week, but I, now I can put him on the bench because Tom's coming back. Uh, Tom Brady. MVP Tom Brady, yes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, big-time quarterbacks, did Aaron Rodgers get fined enough for the COVID stuff? Uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers get fined. Everybody got fined. It was, what was it, like $300,000? Didn't, like, Rodgers get fined about 15000 or 14 something Yeah, it was 14 something Just the, the ultimate slap on the wrist. Yeah, hey. it wasn't even close to being enough. Hey, Brent, $33.80, can you spare it? Yeah, I saw the, I think it was Darren Ravel, right, that said basically that's the average American getting fined $33. And if I can Which swing it, I know you can. Which is basically, by the way, what my HOA does to me. Oh. If I don't have the flag up on my mailbox, Get up. or if my driveway's a little dirty, Come on. or if my trash can isn't inside my garage. Let's go. So basically, he got a, an HOA letter. Yeah. That's what he got. Aaron yep. Rodgers got an HOA letter and then just said, screw the HOA and got fined for it. Yep. No, I mean, I, I kind of ranted about this, you know, to start to show off with. I just think it's a bad look for the NFL because you put these protocols, you put these rules into place and then this is how you enforce them not a good look by the nfl okay but uh and, and i know you discussed it but let me ask you this is this a little bit the nfl saying you know what aaron's got a point we're not going to battle him on this well i mean it's the nfl's own doing like you knew that he had the the joe rogan exemption and you let him <laughs> have that yeah so like that that's on you i mean you saw him do these interviews you saw him at parties you didn't say anything about it yeah, finding him whatever it was, 14,000-something, it shows you, like, yeah, we're, we're probably, I mean, find yourselves. Like, go yeah. ahead and donate to charity because, like, it, it falls to me more on the protocols of the NFL than it does actually on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, and we discussed that over the last week. Uh, it just was in some of the stuff. Now, I know some of the stuff that Aaron said was a little outrageous to some, but some of the things that he said was basically, like, hey, they came in here and they didn't tell us everything and they shamed us into doing this and they basically made, said we had to do it this way. I think the this was a little bit the NFL, like, you know, we're not going to find them a crazy amount of money because we don't want to go back and forth with one of our star players about this. Well, yeah, you know, the, then it's the all the Joe Rogan podcast and all of a sudden yeah. millions of listeners are going to revolt <laughs> against the NFL. You don't want that. Yeah. So I, I think that's uh, what it was. But um, that's, an, that's an interesting uh 
It's an interesting deal with Aaron Rodgers, but you're right. It is about as big. Uh, that's a slap on the wrist if I've ever seen one for a story that got like made waves around the NFL and around that really transcended sports. Yeah. For a couple of days, and <clears throat> the blatant violation of the rule. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a blatant violation of the rule. If I am other teams, more so, I'm probably a little disappointed in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, the NFL, everything, because. I bet over the last year and a half they've been either dinged for worse or, um, back to my HOA reference, at least got a letter about something Yeah. Uh, for, for less. <clears throat> I should say for less, not mm-hmm. for worse, uh, where it wasn't so blatant and obvious. Like those were probably cameras inside the buildings and they got a letter or a fine. Uh, and this was obvious for that Aaron Rodgers was violating protocol. And uh, so he basically flipped the NFL off with that, and they said, okay, fine, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers being one of the best quarterbacks in the league, kind of having diplomatic immunity, if you will. And that's exactly what it is. Um, The NFL can try to cover their tracks as much as possible, but at the end of the day, Rodgers won this thing, man. He he absolutely won it, and it goes to show you that there was some flaws, there was some holes um, in how how you went about your protocols. Okay, yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, he won it. He might have taken a big publicity's hit though no for sure no he Uh, he definitely did he lost out on endorsements you know people in green bay are up in arms about it i understand that but on the grand scheme of things i think he kind of got off easy yeah i agree with you all right uh, let's take a break uh we're live at uh, intuition ale uh, and the beer hall, which is right next door, it's part of Intuition Ale Works. I've never been in here, quite frankly. I've been Intuition Ale many a times. Remember last time we were in Intuition Ale? How was Golik and Wingo? Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I had to make a fool of myself in front of Tim Tebow. Thank you, Brent. I don't. I think you handled yourself just fine. Yeah, but I essentially had to tell a story about Tim Tebow not signing autographs in front of Tim Tebow, which wasn't the best. For did my I career. Set you up for that? Yeah, 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 you did. That's fantastic. Yeah, because remember, they they brought us up to the stage. Hey, it's yeah, Brent and Austin. And then, like, hey, Austin's got a crazy story about Tim Tebow at the Senior Bowl. Why don't you tell it? <laughs> so then here I am doing crowd control, crowd work, while people are trying to talk to Tim Tebow. And I'm here bad-mouthing Tim Tebow about how he left some kids out in the rain because he was <laughs> sick. And then I had to sign autographs instead, and they were not <laughs> pleased about it. In All while Tim Tebow is right next to me. You're a real one, though. I'm a real one. Just keeping it real. Yeah. Keep it real. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Hey, welcome back in here on a uh, Wednesday edition Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We are at Intuition Ale and uh, get ready for the uh, World Championships in skateboard. And going to be in Jacksonville. Got an event coming up uh, here in just a little bit. So some skateboarders will be out. Kind of a little kickoff party uh, to get things going. And... Then we got competition and practices starting on Friday into Saturday, and it will conclude on Sunday. I've been told that, uh, like, the general admission tickets are sold out. So just, like, VIP tickets are still left to go to Ticketmaster for those. Uh, so this is going to be a well-attended event. It's a big event, not just here in the United States, uh, to have it in Jacksonville. Uh, but also uh, across the globe. We've had skateboarders on in the last uh, month or so. We may have another one on coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, but uh, pretty cool to have it. In fact, we have some unique events in town this week, Austin Lane, and we've got uh, a women's surfing event yeah. that's taking place out in Jack's Beach. In fact, we'll be joined by one of the surfers uh, tomorrow on the show. 
Uh, and that mixes in with, obviously, all the college basketball starting up. We've got, obviously, the Jags and, and college football teams. We've got high school football playoffs. Today was signing day. I mean, it's pretty wild uh, to see the scope of events going on uh, right now in, in the Jacksonville area. And I should mention the Icemen downtown, too. They'll be back home on Friday. So uh, pretty good week to be a, a little something for everybody, as I like to say. No, without a doubt, for sure. Um, hopefully, I think I'm going to take my son to maybe check out some of that skateboarding. Um, you know, it's like we've been saying, you know, when we interviewed uh, a guy like Paul Rodriguez, I mean, this is a big deal. You know, like this, you know, only a few select cities get the, the privilege to, to host the, the street league skateboarding um, event, and especially the Super Crown Championship. Uh, it's it's going to be a great event. You know, hopefully the weather cooperates, and it should be a great crowd, as you said, because tickets are already sold out in terms of the general admission. Yeah, they are. Uh, and again, VIP uh, tickets still exist. Uh, Ticketmaster, uh, the place to go and get them for this weekend. Uh, it, the surfing is always interesting. It's a few days, too. We're, again, we'll mention it. We'll talk about it. Have you ever been to, like, a surfing event? Yeah, well, I went to the Red Bull one, man. This is probably four or five years ago because this one's at night, too, as well, right? Yeah. Uh, is this the, the, the night surfing no, one or is, not? No, I think that was supposed to be last week. There was a night okay. surfing one. Okay, well, and I've then been I doing... think it got canceled because of the nor'easter. I'm pretty sure gotcha. if I have that right. And okay. then there's uh, this one's a multi-day event, but I don't think it's just at night or at night. Okay, well, I have been to the to the, the night one a couple years ago, and it was really cool um, kind of scene. I was a little skeptical because I'm like, well, how can you see these? Start presenting night and stuff. Like, but can you? No, yeah. I mean, they have giant spotlights and everything, and they're wearing like neons. So you can kind of see them. Yeah, it was a really cool scene, and it was packed out there at that beach for that event. All right. Uh, hey, did we learn anything from the college basketball world last night? I mean, it was just the opener, and Duke we looked did. okay. And, uh, Duke's good. <laughs> we Memphis learned. Good. Good. We learned a lot. You don't bet on college basketball night one. Oh, yeah. No, there's no way, man. Hey. Yeah, so we I, I saw you freaking out about Ohio State, like winning at the, the horn, right? Oh, you saw that, huh? Yeah. No like, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ohio State, man, you know, it, uh, it took I, a, a buzzer. Listen, I don't have to support your side gig. I just support me. I don't, was I don't that, know. Now, what I was trying to figure out, I you said my Casey, brother. Sorry. Was that really your brother? No. Or was that like your brother? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, who was that? That's my friend. Oh, okay. So it was your friend. Like, yeah. It was your brother like your friend. His I brother from another brother, mother. Like your yeah. Okay. You know, just, yeah. Bro. I was curious. So now he really looked at it. Still no like. Still no support. Ooh, but Casey, that's fine. Casey, uh, no big deal, but Casey yeah. what I tell you, you got to stop worrying about those likes, man. So that's... He does. That's he what I've... his own head. Yeah, I am. That's what I've learned at this point. Um, but, yeah, it was torture all night. I've never been so sick over the Houston Cougars playing some team I've never heard of in overtime. <laughs> they go to overtime. They won it, but still, sick. You got to be careful on early basketball yes guys could be suspended you know teams are ranked just off name like nobody has any idea if they're going to be really good but duke looked pretty good last night well duke and gonzaga you can pretty much put them in the top five or top ten and be okay yeah houston and even ohio state and others yeah gotta be a little careful on those guys you no, know for sure for sure did you see st bonaventure's ranked in the top 25 i did not see that that is nuts i'll bet on them memphis by the way too <laughs> memphis had a good game Said that well, Memphis is building like an, a year-in, year-out program. Now. Hey, has their floor always looked like that? I think that's newer. That is awesome. 
You think so? Okay, so I'm glad we're bringing this up because, I, I mean, I thought I'm making a topic. I didn't know if we had, it had any grounds to make a topic out of. So, Brent, in case you haven't seen this or anybody listening, their floor is essentially, it's like their, what would you call it? It's not navy blue, but it's, it's like their, their light royal blue. Yeah. yeah, light blue mixed with royal blue. And, like, their entire court is like that. Super distracting. I guess, it, it, I mean, it looks cool from the vantage point of watching it at home. I'm not sure how I'd feel about that if I was a player, though. Like, to me, it'd be a little bit distracting. It'd be like playing, like, at Eastern Washington when their field's, like, entirely red. Well, and a lot of this, and this is a popular thing now. Like, uh, it's Oregon, right? Oregon has all the trees or something? Yeah, but, yes. but at least it's still, like, colored like a court is. Yeah, it's like hardwood still, right? Yeah, like, brownish yeah. tones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a thing, I, and, and they're not alone. Like, Memphis isn't alone. I'm trying to think of, I'm just not in basketball mode, and trying to think of who else has these. I, I don't know if I love, I, I guess I do kind of like them. I, I think I do kind of like it. it. It's different than the hardwood. You know, this is, this is a Boston Celtics guy here now, you know. Oh, here we go. What, what, what do you call it? The parquet, parquet floor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, floor. sure. I my mean, Yeah, my, my grandparents had that in their basement. Really cool. <laughs> so, awesome. I mean, yeah, I go from what Larry Bird played on to whatever Memphis was playing on yesterday. That's a big jump. No, it's true. Know? True. Um, Roll, so, rolling your ankles in the, in the, in the <laughs> that parking. No wonder Larry Bird had that swaggerless those shoes with those knee braces on. Guy couldn't even have a footing in that parkour floor. <laughs> parkour. Whatever, parquet. You know what I meant. <laughs> what, a, what a joke. Uh, I know. I like when you mixed in a different word that actually does mean something. It's really good. Yeah, man. Uh, but I, I think I kind of like it, though. It gives it some character. It's a little bit different. I think, you know, I, I think... Like, remember we talked about this with Nick Morrow from UNF? Yeah. I think when they get a new floor, I think they're going to do something like that. Now, it might not be as, like, covering everything up, but it, it's going to be something of the sort. I think it's going to be a little different. It's not just going to look like a hardwood basketball court. Yeah. What, what, what What would you put on there, Brent? I mean, uh, I, yeah, we, we I joke we put our logo in faces. But yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, if we're being honest. I think Some kind of like feathers, like bird kind well, of thing? I kind of feel like the palm trees and beach theme would be good because they have like a yeah. lazy river, you know? But that's more like, like Florida Gulf Coast, I feel like, already kind of has that vibe. Do they? But do they have that on the floor? I, I, I'm have not you sure. seen the lazy river, by the way? No, I have not. Good? Not getting clean I enough? Changed my mind. I changed my mind mid, mid-sentence. We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I saw it on TV. But... You know the whole—they got the beach volleyball courts over there. They got the—they got palm trees. Like that setting is good. Now some people could say you could do the skyline of Jacksonville. That could get a little tricky because then you could fight Ju about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I—I kind of like the beachy theme of for yeah. UNF. You I'm, don't. I'm putting feathers. You like, you like more the birds and more yeah. like an osprey look. Yeah, that or like put like Sandra Bullock from um, Bird Box. <laughs> like just put like a giant <laughs> picture of her with a blindfold on rowing the boat. That Listen, is actually a great picture idea. of Sandra Bullock. Right in the middle of the court. It's not a bad idea. Birds of Trey, baby. Uh, let's go. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.